My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and He always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to another episode of the Girl God's Got You podcast. I'm really excited for this episode, and I actually recorded it last week, and I was going to post it today, but then I re-listened to it and thought, there's just so many other things I wanted to say. So, we're going to be talking all about becoming the person you want to be. And the reason this is so important is because I think we all innately want to be this person in the future but the struggle is how do we get there and what incremental things should we be doing each and every day to get there now this podcast episode is not about what you should be doing i really want to talk about how we could gain motivation to do this and more than that how we could gain strength to feed the discipline to do this because it's really hard to have motivation it goes up and down but we could always choose to have discipline so without further ado let's hop into the quote of the week so the quote is by henry ford and my dad actually brought this quote up when he was on our podcast and i thought it was pretty witty but there's a lot of truth to it and most of our episode today and the tips in it are going to be revolving around this main idea and it's all about mindset so the quote is this Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Now, I think Henry Ford had a lot of wisdom in this. And when we're talking about the idea of becoming the person we want to be, I truly believe that it all starts with mindset and perspective. If you think that you are going to succeed, you're going to graduate college, you're going to get the job you want, you're going to have the life you want, you're probably right. You're probably going to be able to do it. But if you think you can't achieve your goals, you don't have motivation, all you could do is procrastinate, you don't believe in yourself, if you think you cannot do it, you're also probably right. And this has just been impacting me so much because I've been starting a career in the financial services business and there are some periods of time where I feel confident, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, I feel like I got this and that God's got me. And there's some days where I feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know enough, I can't do it, I'm too young. But what I've realized is the days where I think I can, I'm right. I get things done, I finish projects, I gain more confidence, I speak to people, it's amazing. But the days that I think I can't do it, I'm also right. I don't get as much done, I don't move the needle forward, and I'm not becoming the person I want to be. Now, the song lyric of the week is from this song called Lean Back. It's by Capital City, and I heard it in church about a week ago. Two weeks ago? A week ago? I'm not sure. I I redid this part of the podcast, so I'm trying to remember when I heard this song. But I went to church with my boyfriend, and this was such a beautiful song. And I'm going to be sharing the lyrics with you right now. Let me just pull them up. But the, the biggest part I love about it 
is it really it just refreshes me and I listen to it every morning when I wake up I listen to it on the way to the gym and it honestly is just so calming I don't know why these lyrics speak to me so much but to wake up and start the day feeling refreshed and recharged is just something so wonderful and I know on this podcast I've talked a lot about waking up listening to a song but my pastor he really said just wake up or even just whether you wake up and do this or it's in the middle of the day, just take three or four minutes listening to a song, a calming melody, and just take that time to listen to God and it will transform your life. And as I'm trying to be the person I want to become, taking time to recharge and listen to God is honestly, I'd say, one of the most crucial things because we can't be the best version of ourselves if we're not asking our creator for guidance because he knows exactly who he wants us to be. He knows exactly what path we should be on. So obviously we should talk to him and ask him for advice. And one way that I struggle the most is being still and resting and letting God just tell me things. Normally I ask him, I pray to him, I'm singing to him, but rarely ever am I just sitting there letting him intercede my mind. So this song has really been helping just a couple minutes in the morning, just throughout the day. And the song, yes, it's by Capital City. I'll link it in the show notes. But it says, let me pull up the lyrics really quick. I will lean back in the loving arms of a beautiful father. Breathe deep and know that he is good. He's a love like no other. And the idea of leaning back in the loving arms of a beautiful father, first, it just brings back, you know, little childhood memories of sitting with my dad on the couch, watching TV, and just how calm I felt. And then it just makes me, you know, think about when we're tired, when we're struggling, when we're a little overwhelmed, just the entire concept of leaning back, sitting in a nice chair, sitting in your bed, and just closing your eyes. Think how much better you'll feel if you picture yourself leaning on God for that strength and really for that peace. Because trying to become the person we want to be, it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of grit, and we don't always have motivation. That's something I'm learning right now in my post-grad life. There's a lot of times I have motivation, but there's also a lot of times where I really don't want to get up in the morning because I'm tired, and I've been recently trying to get seven hours of sleep, so anyone that's close to me, my mom, Erin, I've been telling them I've been trying to get more sleep, you're thinking, okay, Isabel, get your seven hours at least, but the days I do get enough sleep, sometimes I still don't want to get get up, and that's just because we're human, it happens, but what I've been learning is we can't always depend on motivation. We have to depend on discipline and commitment. And so since we're working so hard to be the best version of ourselves, we need to take time to lean back in the loving arms of our beautiful father and let him recharge us. And this song, just waking up to that, it literally, as I hear the lyrics, gives me peace and strength to keep going in the day. So I know this has been a long intro. It's been, you know, (laughs) almost 15 minutes, so I apologize. But that's just the the God's got you moment, the song lyric, the quote. And now I'm going to hop in to the tips and the ideas behind trying to become the person you want to be. So in preparation for this episode, I was doing some research about self-improvement in young adults because I think we see so much on social media that you have to start your day meditating, you should start your day eating healthy, taking time for yourself, working out, and then I feel as though we also see on the flip side of it, I think a lot of us are either, you know, in college in high school or outside of college trying to work hard in our career work hard towards something i think self-improvement is surrounding us so much as young people and we feel the need to constantly be trying to improve ourselves which i think is wonderful 
And this Forbes article kind of talks about the impact of that and said 94% of young adults report making personal improvement commitments. However, it was talking about these commitments don't always turn into results because we could sometimes get so caught up in our own head and we focus on making these goals, reading these self-help books, trying to prepare, 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 that when the execution part comes, we feel so overwhelmed that we end up just not being able to improve ourselves because we know what we need to do, but that going out and doing it is actually the hard part. And I actually know exactly this feeling. I love reading and I love reading different self-help books, but while I'm reading, I think, okay, I could be reading about what to do even though I know what to do. So should I spend time reading about it or should I spend time doing it? And so that's just a side note. Sometimes I'm reading all these books and thinking, is this really even helping me? Because I kind of know all this stuff just because a lot of it's common sense, but the hardest part is doing it. So am I just putting off doing it by reading about it? Anyway, this article is actually really interesting and it talked about how self-improvement keeps you a consumer. And I think that's very interesting and it makes a lot of sense because we think, okay, I have to get this latest gadget to be productive or I have to get this book to learn how to be productive or I have to buy all this healthy food to give me energy to keep me productive. But then I look back in, you know, the olden days where all these different hacks for self-improvement weren't as prevalent, people still worked really hard and got so much done. So the first step I have and something that I've been trying to do when I'm trying to become the person I want to be is instead of thinking of the characteristics that will help me get there, I try to think of what I'll be doing when I am at that point. That may sound really confusing, but let me just explain. So I listened to this podcast, it's called The Manifest Podcast, and this this girl actually shares a lot of good tips about eating healthy as well as being productive. She started her own business at 20. I really enjoy it, but she made an episode and I think about it honestly all the time because it was pretty wise and I really liked what she was saying. And she said, picture what your ideal self would be doing. And I really think that this is a productive way of thinking because instead of us reading all these books, buying these new softwares for our business, trying to you know consume, 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 to be better, we're actually taking that same energy and creating these goals for ourselves. And so when she was talking, she shared her ideal self would start the morning with this routine and then she would go about her day doing these and these tasks and then she would finish off her evening by reading and she shared pretty much the things she would want her ideal self to be doing, actual tangible actions and I thought that was really good so I thought to myself okay what would my ideal self be doing every single day and as I thought about it I was thinking oh my gosh I'm literally making a list of goals so while it is good to learn how to achieve these goals by consuming books softwares gadgets whatever it is I think it's also good to pair the consuming with actual actions so that you're putting you know, everything you're gaining from consuming this information towards actual goals. So for myself, when I thought, okay, what would my ideal self be doing tomorrow? And I thought, okay, I would wake up after getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep. I would drink water as I read the Bible, pray to God, listen to some worship music. I would make my bed, clean up my room. I'd get a really good workout in. I'd make a good breakfast, get ready for the day. I'd go to the office. 
I would spend time with my family in the evening and then I'd come back home. I'd clean up, I'd make some good dinner, I'd shower. I would either hang out with my boyfriend or talk to him on the phone. And then I would read my book and go to bed. And then also too, if I made time for a social event with my friends, I would go do that. But in a nutshell, that's what the ideal day would look like if I was, you know, living the best version of myself for this period in my life. And as I've been thinking about this ideal day, it makes me want to live this ideal day more and more because subconsciously I just made a list of goals that I know will make me the most content and the most productive and feel the most fulfilled with what I'm choosing to spend my time on in the day. Now let's think about what wasn't on that list. What wasn't on that list was scrolling through Instagram, being on YouTube, watching Netflix, you know, wasting my time when, you know, I I got enough sleep, I feel rested, but, you know, I'm kind of procrastinating. Like, none of that was in my ideal self. And of course, we will slip up, we're not perfect, and of course, we should have enough rest. But if we are really filling our souls with things that are satisfying us, we won't want to have our outlets to be on social media, or sleeping in, or watching Netflix or YouTube. If we're really satisfying our mind and our souls with good quality things, then we won't need those outlets because we'll already be filled up. And so that's just kind of the ideal version of my day that I saw. And the more I think about that, whether I write it down or not, the more my day looks like that. And of course, we'll always need to improve and we're not perfect. There are going to be times where we do find ourselves scrolling through social media. And we do find ourselves sleeping in even though we are definitely uh, well rested. So we can't be perfect, but I think it really is good to make goals and to picture yourself in the future and what your ideal self would be doing because that gives you something solid to work towards. So that's just my first tip. Envision what your ideal self is doing. And then I would say my second tip is this. Step out of your comfort zone. Now my mom recently bought me a magnet that I put on my fridge and she said, life begins at the point where you step out of your comfort zone. And I think that is so important. And obviously, when we think of the idea of improvement, that means adding different things on to our life. We're improving, or it means we're taking away certain things in our life. But either way, it requires change. And change requires us to step out of our comfort zone. And there is this other article I want to share from Inc.com. And it talked about this study that looked at the different types of regrets people have about the people they don't become because of different actions they didn't take. So the researchers focused on three things. The first was our actual selves. And these are the traits and abilities we think we possess. And it's basically who we think we are. The second thing they focused on was our ought selves. So these are the traits and abilities we think we should have. And the last one was our ideal selves. These are the traits and abilities and accomplishments we would like to possess. And the study showed that what people regretted most was that they didn't become their ideal selves. Why? It's because this ideal self they knew was attainable They could achieve it, but the reason they didn't is because of actions they did not take. And I truly believe that the reason why so many of us, and myself included, I've I've regretted different actions I didn't take because I knew it would make me a better person. I knew it would push the needle forward. I knew it would bring me close to the purpose God has for me. Because I didn't want to step out of my comfort zone, I didn't take that action soon enough. And this could apply to so many things even in your life, whether it's that job you didn't take, whether it's that relationship you didn't get out sooner, whether it is 
the class you didn't want to take in college because you thought it would challenge you too much. Maybe it was the club you didn't join in college because you didn't think you'd have enough time. Maybe it's the friendship you didn't make because you were too nervous to talk to that person. Whatever it is, I think there's a lot of actions we choose not to take because we don't want to step out of our comfort zone. And I actually almost did that. I have been wanting to work with my dad as a financial advisor for a long time. And there was a couple different job opportunities that I almost took because I knew, oh, I'd get paid with a steady salary. Or I knew that it was a little more comfortable than going out and talking to people. But I realized, like, you know, I wanted to do this, this goal of being an advisor ever since I was 15 years old. And so stepping out of your comfort zone because you know it's good for you is so important. And I think that if we all start doing that, there'll be a lot fewer people regretting the fact that they didn't take certain steps toward becoming the person that they want to be. So that's my second tip of stepping out of your comfort zone. And different ways that we could start stepping out of our comfort zone is first, just doing it. Obviously, um, that's way simplified, but not overthinking it and just doing it and asking yourself, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? If I do this, and I'm not comfortable with it, but if I do this, what's the worst thing that could happen? And normally the worst thing that could happen isn't that bad. Maybe you have to go switch jobs. Maybe you realize you aren't great friends with that person you decided to go up and talk to. If you end up, you know, getting out of a relationship, the worst thing that could happen is you get back together, you know? So always ask yourself logically, what's the worst thing that could happen? Also, if you want to start stepping out of your comfort zone more is praying to God. I know I talk about praying all the time and I I think it's just so important because we don't even know what God has up his sleeve. We don't even know what he's doing behind the scenes. Maybe by taking a step out of our comfort zone and doing this one action, God's going to unfold this whole other aspect of our plan that we didn't even consider. So I would ask God for strength and for wisdom. There's a lot of times where we need to take time to pray about a decision before we make it. We can't just go take it all the time. We have to wait and pray for a little bit. And so either if you feel like God wants you to do this, Go after it and do it, but if you still need to gain some wisdom, I would say pray to God and talk to close family members that really care about you and ask them, do you think this is a good idea? It's a way out of my comfort zone, but should I do it? Asking people you trust who also have wisdom and insight from God is really helpful and it, it helps a lot to help you decide if you should step out of your comfort zone in this one area. Now the third tip I have when it comes to becoming the person you want to be and becoming that ideal self is by having something that recharges you every day and every week. And so breaking it down just to the small things in the day, things that recharge me in the day, I really love working out. I know not everyone likes it, but for me that really calms my brain down because the only times I'm really not thinking about my work and business is when I'm hanging out with my family, when I'm hanging out with God, when I spend quality time with my boyfriend, and when I work out. Like, those are the times where I don't really think about my business. It's not on my mind. But all other times in the day, I am just thinking about the business, which is great, but sometimes it can become exhausting. So the things I need to recharge me in the day is, you know, spending time with God in the morning, having a really good workout, talking to my mom and dad on the phone, either FaceTiming my boyfriend or hanging out with him. Those things, they may be small, but I try to do those little things every single day, whether it's a long phone call or a short phone call, a hard workout or a pretty easy workout, a long time with God where I journal, I pray to him, or just a short time where I talk to him and read the Bible for a couple of minutes and sing a song in the car. You know, whatever it is, having those daily things that recharge you will help fuel the discipline. Because as we talked about before, and as you know, motivation won't always be there. 
But to have discipline requires strength, and to have strength requires rest. And knowing what specific things will fill you up is so important. And people always tell me, oh, Isabel, you need to relax more, which I do agree that's always something I work on. But I don't really relax by watching uh, movies or Netflix shows. Like, yes, I have my favorite Netflix show, The Great British Baking Show. It actually just came on, so... (laughs) I've been enjoying that when I'm walking in the treadmill. But anyway, watching a lot of things and consuming uh, movies and YouTube videos, that doesn't uh, fully rest me. I mean, I do love watching a good you know, YouTube video here and there, but what really gives me rest is by talking with those I love and either cooking, eating healthy, working out. Those things really help recharge me. So what I would challenge you to do if you're kind of burning out and you think, okay, my motivation is gone, but I still need to work, I would challenge you to figure out, okay, what do I truly enjoy and how can I incorporate little bits of that every day? And then I would recommend try to have a weekly activity that you're looking forward to because especially whether you're in college or whether you're working A lot of times we live for the weekend, which isn't always a bad thing. I know it's taken as a negative thing, but oopsie, sorry, I just dropped my microphone. That's not good. But yeah, I think sometimes living for the weekend could be a good thing if we do it in the right way. So let's just say we have our normal routine in the week. We're getting things done. We're making sure to rest and recharge ourselves little bits every day. But if we have this big activity planned that you're really looking forward to, and when I say big, I mean, it doesn't have to be outrageous, but maybe you're really planning a fun hike with friends or maybe you're planning a fun date with your boyfriend or girlfriend or maybe you're really excited to have family dinner with your parents on Sunday whatever it is having that thing every week to look forward to that pays off more than you would ever know and so for me I see my boyfriend on the weekends which is really wonderful I love hanging out with him and I also we usually end up doing a social thing with friends so I know on the weekend I'll get to see my man I get to hang out with friends we get to make good food we get to do fun activities Sometimes we, you know, um, go rock climbing, we go shooting, we're doing that this weekend. Sometimes we go camping, we go on a hike, we go to the lake, whatever it is, just something fun where you're having good quality time with the people you love. And so that's a really good weekly recharge and I would would really suggest having that because to be the person we want to be, it requires work and to fuel this work, we need to have things to look forward to and find joy in the present. Because as we're becoming our ideal selves, it can be so easy to get lost in who we want to be instead of being the person we are right now. We don't want to look back at our lives in 20 years and think, wow, I was constantly trying to grow up, get to the next stage, the next stage, the next stage, and look back and think, wow, I missed my youth. I did not enjoy the present. And that's something I'm always working on myself because... I love having big goals, I love being a planner, but I I really am always trying to live in the present more and more. And so having those daily and weekly things that recharge you, that helps so much. And I encourage you to think about what recharges you and how can you implement them in your day and your week. Now the last tip I have in this episode today all about trying to become the person we want to be is by actually understanding that it's not all about ourselves. But we're taught as young people that right now, It's just about you. You don't have any other responsibilities such as a spouse, a family. You could really focus on yourself right now. Work late, get up early. And while those are all true and those are all important, I think it's really hard to lose ourselves (laughs) in ourselves. But when we understand that, first of all, we weren't created just to better ourselves. We were created to bring glory to God. And understanding that, to me, ends up giving me more motivation to become a better version 
of myself because when I'm just working for myself, it doesn't make me want to work as hard as though I was working for God because the fact that God chose you out of everyone else to do the job that he created for you is amazing. And when we realize, wow, I'm not just working for myself, I'm working to help further God's kingdom, that'll help you feel even more empowered to work hard and that'll feed your discipline and your commitment. Another thing we have to realize is we are also working towards being there for our loved ones. And so whether you have loved ones currently or whether in the future you want a family, something that really helps me stay motivated is I think, okay, I may not have a family right now, but I want to work hard now so that when I do have a family, I'm flexible. I'll be intentional. I'll be able to spend time with them. And if you think, wow, you know, I I may be getting married in the next several years, or maybe you don't have anyone in mind you want to marry, you could think, okay, I want to work hard now so I could help provide for my spouse. I could help develop a really great relationship for ourselves and so that we could be really present with each other. Because thinking about the future family you want, that definitely gives you motivation and discipline when maybe you don't feel as motivated and you think, okay, I'm not working at this just for me. I'm working for God and working for my future family to be able to be intentional and flexible and have time for them. That really adds motivation. Maybe I'm the only one talking about this, but I really think that adds motivation. So I really hope that these tips helped. I want to think outside the box when it comes to being productive, organized, and working towards our future self. Things that I haven't necessarily read in a self-help book or things that I haven't already mentioned here on this podcast so I really hope these tips were unique and that they help you and I just want to share that God knows exactly what plan he has for you he knows what will recharge you in the day he knows what you need to get done for you to feel fulfilled and content with how hard you're working God is the author and the creator of our lives and he knows what we need so I would just challenge you if you're feeling confused about what even your ideal self looks like or what you want to do in the day, I would have a heart-to-heart with God and say, God, please reveal this to me. I need you right now. I really need some direction. And I will tell you that God really shows up when we ask for him. He wants us to pour our hearts out to him and reach out. That doesn't mean we need to be crying on the floor on our knees. It could be we're just sitting in bed, chilling and saying, hey God, I need you right now. And so I would really just recommend you talk to God, ask for strength, and just know that God's got you in all things. And he created you to serve him and love him and love others. He didn't just create us to sit here. He created us with a purpose. And so the fact that he knows your purpose and knows how to get there, that is wonderful because it could offer you peace. And at least for me, sometimes I think, I don't really know what I should be doing right now, but I know that God knows. So because someone knows, I have peace. And I, I just hope that offers peace to you as well. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Once again, please send me your God's Got You moments to our Instagram in our direct message box. You could just send it to girl.godsgotyou and I would love to include your God's Got You moment in the next episode next Saturday. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your weekend and I can't wait to talk to you next weekend. Bye! (laughs) 